the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Well, good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Tuesday. Are we at Release the Kraken Tuesday? Has some Kraken been released, y'all? Well, we're going to talk about that and more on tonight's Andrea K. Show. There is a lot of breaking news, actually, surrounding uh, the selection and where it's at. But where is it ultimately going? More and more people are actually talking about a, a different path than you might be aware of. And so we've got uh, Whip Smart whippersnapping kraken attorney james herson who's also in the entertainment industry and is uh, uh we also have him on to talk anything related to uh, media because he's herson on hollywood he's going to be here to explain in detail the path and this is really important to understand because this will in order for this path I, to work i believe and james herson uh will will answer my question about this i believe that we will need to get involved ourselves in order to put the pressure on uh, this path to have a successful outcome. There is a path, my friends. The path will not be easy. The path will involve people having some guts and some courage to stand up for the United States of America and to be uh, aware of where we're at and what's at stake here. Because make no mistake about it, whether you've been paying closely attention to all the details, and quite frankly, it's hard to stay on top of it. I'm spending all day reading articles and I cannot give you all the ins and outs. I mean, it's the shock and awe. Of election fraud, the details of it. it is so massive, you almost get, can't get your head around it. You almost can't get your brain around it. You almost can't get your, the, I'm sure the legal team is struggling, uh, teams all across the country, to wrap themselves around all the different aspects of it. And that in and of itself is a problem. So, uh, uh, and we're, but we are going to get into some of it. But all that being said, there is a path forward. And that gives us reason to be optimistic, particularly given the, the news that we have tonight. We're also going to talk more about these impending shutdowns and what's happening in San Diego, California, and across the country, and even the globe related to that and more. 888-344-1170. We are streaming live right now, as long as we're able to, on Facebook Live at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. We are, every night we get their sound issues, the stream getting cut out. It was, it was shut down last night. So we will stay here as long as we can, as well as we've shared it into our private group, Kaniacs, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. If it goes down and you're not listening on the radio anyway at AM 1170 or FM 96.1, you can flip over to one of the many apps that we're on, including our station app, The Answer San Diego. Or you can also just listen online. You can click to listen at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. I'm already wore out. 
I'm already wore slap out just for my intro, so I'm glad to be able to bring in my buddy. He keeps me going every night of the week. It's DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman. Yesterday, I met in this very room with DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, can't shut down this show. They might be able to have curfews on uh, on on the public, but uh, there's no curfew here. No, I tell you what, there is a curfew on. There's a curfew on this this dude from the Department of Homeland Security. Homeland, uh, is it security? What does DHS stand for anyway? Because they ain't bring, bringing a whole lot of security. These are the same people that failed to to stop the Sarnayev brothers. I mean, how many terrorist attacks happened on these people's watch? Uh, you know, uh, they, they, they guess they had some dude that was responsible. Who knew, given the amount of fraud, that there was actually somebody in charge of cybersecurity as it relates to our elections? A dude named Chris Krebs. This is the guy who came out a few days ago and said, oh, this was the most secure election in America's history. Really? Chris Krebs? Well, Chris Krebs, the curfew, the time ran out on his employment with Department of Homeland Security because President Trump gave him the door, showed him the door. I just hope that he did it. And as dramatic and insulting as this man deserved, like what happened to Comey, because remember, Comey was out here in California and it was like, dude, um, you need to come back. Um, your office has been cleared out and you're no longer welcome in the building kind of thing. I'm hoping that's what happened to this dude, because there is this is Baghdad Bob situation here. Nothing to see here. Nothing. Yeah, nothing to see here. Now, I get it. You government people. I mean, there's many things that could be at play here. Um Government's not used to being held accountable. They're used to getting away with it. They're, they never admit that they're, they've done anything wrong. So, of course, this guy's going to go, this was the most secure. He's going to deny it because he wants to keep his job. He's also a part of the deep state, never Trumper crowd, because make no mistake about it. If there's one thing you should have learned by now is that there is not one agency. There is not one department that is not part of the deep state that really wants to see the outsider go home so they can go back to business as usual, lying to our face, telling us that our elections are secure. There's a reason why in 2016, DJ Potato Skins, it was all about Russia and Facebook bots because they didn't want us, they didn't want you to know. They didn't want any attention on domestically what was happening with our elections and what was happening in our elections had been going on for a long time as both parties looking the other way, including this Chris Krebs guy, and allowed our elections to be taken over by foreign equipment foreign software that was created in venezuela mail-in ballots all kinds of fraud everywhere well guess what we're not looking the other way right now no we're not and absolutely we're not looking away you can go away chris krebs you're no longer needed you're dismissed most secure election yeah you know he would have he might have been able to save his job if he had been honest if he had said, you know what, I'm aware of the irregularities that have happened. We did everything that we could to try to provide uh, safe, secure elections. We are a republic. We are not, you know, our, our, it's, it, because we're a republic, because we have 50 states. That might have been the worst thing he could have said, what he said. Yeah, what he said was absolutely worse because he, he tried to do like Obama. Oh, there wasn't a, there's not even a smidge of corruption a- after we've, you know, known. I mean, Ask the dead people. Yeah, you cannot you cannot go that far with your propaganda. Okay, you can go far enough to say, well, we don't think it swayed the election, you know, even though that's not, you know, uh, a truthful statement either. So uh, I I think um, and I'm hoping that in addition to this guy being fired, I'm hoping that it's a sign that President Trump is ready, regardless of what happens uh, with this election, ready to go scorched earth. And I say regardless of what happens, not because I don't think that there's a pathway for Trump to win here, but because I don't care if I don't care if we wake up in the morning and he is declared the winner by everybody. I want him to go scorched earth. I want him to decide now I'm going to go ahead and fire Gina Haspel 
who and it's inexcusable for why she is the head of the CIA when she was the one running the the uh, the uh, British embassy and the British bureau over there of the CIA. So basically, she was a part of this whole uh, 2016 a crossfire hurricane and the illegal spying operation. I want him to fire Bill Barr and I want him to fire Christopher Ray. He's got nothing to lose anymore. He's got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Everything to gain. Um, some other updates. Um, Kraken. Everybody's looking for Sidney Powell to release the Kraken. And as we bring on James Herson in a few minutes to uh, give his legal analysis and explanation of the path, uh, I think I think Sidney Powell is kind of alluding in a sense um, and has been to this path. And let me explain. Everybody's been looking for the Kraken. Um, I think that I think a. And I don't know ultimately what it is. I think what we know right now and what Sidney Powell has shared on a couple of outlets so far is cracking in the form of circumstantial evidence. And we have people on death row right now because of circumstantial evidence. Circumstantial evidence is powerful. But we also have people like Casey Anthony that got away with murdering her baby because we, we didn't have enough jurors that could connect the dots with circumstantial evidence. So we have people roaming around that murdered babies because of circumstantial evidence. It's all about how it's presented. Well, and it's also about who's reviewing it. It's true. You know, because you, if you can have one jury put Scott Peterson on death row for for circumstantial evidence that was less than what was presented for Casey Anthony and she's out walking around, it depends on who's reviewing the evidence. Does Sidney Powell have what's considered direct evidence? Here's what she has shared so far. And this has been shared everywhere. This was an interview that she did. We all know what she said on Maria Bartiromo. This is an interview she did with Mark Levin, who's the greatest constitutional lawyer uh, anywhere, in my opinion, right now. She says, I've got a firsthand witness. In fact, I've just emailed you an affidavit from a witness who can now be used publicly. It's redacted in some places, but keep heart coming. But he was present for the creation of the system. For the specific purpose of falsifying election results from Hugo Chavez and then Maduro. They exported this all over Latin America. It's the Smartmatic and Dominion systems that were built to do this very thing for changing the results of elections. And he realized when things were happening the way that they were here, particularly with the states that suddenly went down, they stopped counting the votes. It was because the lead was so great to to President Trump that they had to go in and do a separate reset on... um, machines to have them come out for biden what do you think that seems like it's more than circumstantial to me well an affidavit can be considered you know it it it, it, again it depends on on a judge it depends on what's in the affidavit what did they actually witness what does the affidavit involve um actual participation there's supposedly somebody from michigan who's got an affidavit who said i'm not just saying what i saw because eyewitnesses are considered in a court to be the least reliable right it's somebody who might have actually participated so what i don't know here from her statement is is this kraken strictly circumstantial or what does she have to go with this did this person when this person says i saw what was happening in the states what did he actually see what is and and is there backup direct evidence showing forensically showing maybe through the software that this actually happened because i don't believe i'm concerned let me say it this way that if there's not direct evidence that they can't 
show somebody actually sitting there like like these jurors needed needed a video of Casey Anthony killing her kid. I mean, good grief that we you know, the, the baby was missing for 30 days. The car, car smelled like a dead body. The body's found 30 days later around the corner from her house. What more do you people need? Well, you know what they needed? What these people want, demanded was a video practically of Casey Anthony. And I don't know if Sidney Powell's Dominion evidence is going to have that direct. I'm really hoping that we get something that's really Really direct like that because then there then there's no contest because if right. it actually does not rule in our favor then we have a much bigger issue right so i think it remains to be seen and this doesn't even take into account there was a lawsuit that was filed in nevada today to where he said there were fifteen thousand more than fifteen thousand people who voted in nevada and other states uh, we know in Michigan tonight, breaking news out of Michigan, that the um, the Wayne County Board of Canvassers deadlocked two to two along party lines and they couldn't certify and they wouldn't certify. The Republicans had the courage to, to hold out and say, you know what, these and this is absentee. My friends, we Republicans need to stop supporting absentee ballots. That's where a huge part of the fraud is. They said that the basically the books didn't balance out. They looked like Enron math to them. They couldn't make it work and they were not going to certify these election them. results in the largest county in Michigan. Now what has to happen is now it gets referred to the Secretary of State's office and the Board of State canvassers. They have 10 days to complete the work to try to certify the results. We need to support these Republicans at the ground level because these people are heroes tonight because they refuse to certify. And we know that there were over 131 affidavits of people who say they saw all kinds of shenanigans, one of which says they actually participated in it. That's what's key because we and and I'm I'm, I'm past the point of a break, but I, I want to tee it up to James Hurston because part of me, we all know that we're seeing fraud take place. But we also as Americans, and we're horrified by that because we love this country and we want our elections to be fair. We want them to be legitimate. We want them to be secured. That means that we want a real serious check and balance. We, we don't want it to be easy to overturn an election. So we want, just like we conservatives want, believe in defense attorneys, and we know that the burden of proof must fall on the state in order to make sure that innocent people don't, don't you know, get railroaded into prison. We also want to make sure that it's not easy to overturn an election. So we we know that the burden of proof is on us. And the question is, do we have it? We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to James Hurst and get his perspective on how good the proof is at this point. Because if it's not, or even if it is, what then is the path for where this is going? And it might just rest at a place differently than you think. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, dynamite and address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I don't know if it's fake news or not, but I got to give you guys some breaking news. Before the uh, break at the open of the show, we were congratulating these Republicans in Michigan and Wayne County for holding out and saying we're not going to certify this. We got some Enron math going on with these books. And now I'm seeing breaking news that the Wayne County, Michigan did vote to certify election results. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, We do know that another thumb drive was found in Georgia. Thousands of votes just in one county. Second thumb drive that was found. The majority of those votes went to President Trump. What about the rest of the state? 
And if and if that thumb drive was found, I mean, this is this is an absolute mess everywhere from refusing. We've got the Georgia Secretary of State refusing to let people come in and watch and actually observe any closer than than I think twelve feet or something like that. While he, while I heard that he's on Fox News saying that he's allowed people up up close and personal, he's lying all over his play all over the place. Lynn Wood has filed a lawsuit against that against uh, Georgia. Ultimately, we have such a mess in all of these states that I don't believe, in spite of Alito uh, demanding that Pennsylvania segregate out the bad ballots, the illegal ones, they're already mixed together. This is such a such a mess that many people are starting to say that we can't count on the courts and there's another remedy at play, another path that maybe even Sidney Powell herself is thinking and Joining me now to explain that to you is an attorney himself. He's one of the good guys. I know that we we you know talk a lot about shady attorneys, particularly ones that are elected officials. But y'all know James Hurst, an attorney, and also a musician and entertainer. And he joins me now. Hi, James Hurst, and welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Hi, Andrea. How are you? I ain't good today, James Herson. I mean, a friend of mine the other day posted on Instagram, oh, what a great time to be in politics and reporting on politics today. And I'm thinking, what's so great? we got communists using machines out of Canada and software out of Venezuela with votes being counted in Germany. we got Democrats stealing an election from us. Ain't That doesn't feel so great to me, James Herson. Well, it's not great. It is, it's dire and it's deadly. And it's serious, of course, but I'm optimistic. This is America, and we are not about to let some globalist corporate freaks take our country away. And that's a look at the lead up to this election. We had uh, Democratic Party lawyers filing lawsuits, scores of them across the country to try to change the rules to allow fraud. We had uh, a fix that we watched big tech censor. We now know based on today's hearings that not only there, you know, we always knew that they were um, uh, basically stealing our data and selling it. Now we know that they were coordinating their censorship in violation of every antitrust case and law. Um, So they have been, they suppress uh, news, they censor conservatives across these very powerful platforms. And we know that the fake corporate globalist news media, including Fox News, is censoring, distorting, lying, um, and all of that, plays into this. Um, and, and of course, Americans know in their gut, anyone that paid attention knows that never before in American history on election night do swing states where one party is ahead uh, who are run by the other party stop the vote, as we saw artificially, never has it been explained. Then the inexplicable pile of votes coming in almost universally and exclusively for that party that runs it. Across the country, we see statistical anomalies, violations of statistical rules and laws that indicate fraud, um, and ridiculous anomalies like in Georgia with 95,000 votes that where people allegedly only voted for the president. Yeah. Um, 
So here's the optimistic thing. We have three of the best, um, most grounded in integrity lawyer warriors leading this thing, and that is Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and Lynn Wood. Um, all three of these people are, are just amazing. Uh, I had the privilege... Uh, it's been a lot of years, but I, I had a, a meal once with Rudy, sat across, and it was a lunch. I looked him in the eye. I asked him questions. This is a, just an amazing human being, uh, and he's proven it. He is like John the Baptist going up against the prevailing wind, and you see him attacked, investigated, castigated, you saw it through the fake Ukrainian impeachment when he was trying to warn about coming evidence that dealt with Hunter Biden. Of course, all of that being suppressed by the big tech and the media. But you see him now working together with these other two. You know, and this is Rudy Giuliani, who once was the third in command in the Department of Justice under Reagan, who, of course, was America's mayor during 9-11, and when he was a U.S. attorney in the Southern District, prosecuted the mob in New York. This is one tough guy who knows his way around the law. Sidney Powell was a U.S. attorney for 10 years. She's prosecuted drug lords. Um, when she says, when I say something, I have the evidence to prove it, I believe her. So I have a lot of confidence that the three of them are compiling, as Sidney Powell said, the evidence was coming in like a fire hose. This is all about evidence. When we say evidence, it's in the form of documents. It's in the form of testimony, videotape. Linwood saw Sidney Powell's evidence. He's brimming with confidence that we are going to stop this attempted theft of our republic and uh, and you brought up that there is another path i would say to you that right now the republican party holds all the cards all of them well, let me let me let so me inter- let, let me inter- interject there because we're already at the point of a break can we hold you over to another segment Sure. Okay. Yeah, because the key word is the Republican Party holds all the cards, and that what and and that is a cause of optimism for many people, and also a cause of concern for many people. Uh, particularly if, like in the instance of Wayne County, did we have a couple of re- local Republicans that caved and just certified the votes in Wayne County when they shouldn't have? Uh, we we are going to need Republicans to be really strong, whatever path. This ends up taking. So we're going to hold James Hurston over to explain because I don't want to be rushed. I want people to I want you to have an opportunity to explain what this path is that you did a blog post about that's constitutional and be able to explain it so that people can understand and then have a call to action for how they can get involved and help support that path. Um, we're going to take a break. We come back. James Hurston. And have I told you guys today to take your balance in nature? Okay, because here's where I got to get back on my soapbox and lecture y'all because we got all these coronavirus shutdowns and lockdowns happening. People being ugly to people in the stores about wearing masks. Let me tell you, here's your daily reminder. 99% recovery rate. 
The average age is 85, per, uh, 85 years old. If people are passing with comorbidities, if people are passing away younger, it's because their immune systems are compromised, many of which it's lifestyle related. You can't take care of yourself and boost your immune system. I'm not telling you you're not going to catch a virus, but you must boost your immune system. Go to bouncinature.com, use the discount code HEALTH. And get free shipping and 35% off on a preferred order. Now, y'all don't go away. When you come back, we got James Hurston who's going to explain in detail. And his blog post does as well, which I'm going to want y'all to read. Uh, this path that we're talking about is constitutional. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. I was just giggling at some videos uh, of people being silly on Instagram. And also, there's beautiful video of this man who's got... Um, a woman under one of his arms and a man under another, and they are listening to his heartbeat because their son's heart is now in that man's chest. And that was just absolutely beautiful. And so I needed to see that tonight. I think that's one reason why that popped up on my Instagram feed. I needed to see something just that heartwarming. And and the man who received the heart is African-American, and the parents of the son who gave up his heart um, were uh, Caucasian, and the caption was, "We're we're one race, we're the human race." That's how we that's how we gain unity. We're going to talk in a little bit Black Lives Matter movement making some demands on Gavin Newsom, um, be, uh, based upon their skin color. The only way we are ever going to unify is getting rid of that nonsense and realizing we're the human race. But first things first, we've got an election to win. Joining me now, which well we've already won. Um, so you know to keep it from being stolen from us, James Herson is here with us, and he stayed over the break. Thank you, James. And um, he's going to explain to you guys the constitutional remedy. It's Article 2, Section 1, and it's actually quite clear about what happens in a case uh, where an election, and I think it's happened twice before, I could be wrong, um, when uh, the election is um, a mess like it is right now. All right, James, welcome back and explain. Sure. Um, The Constitution explicitly, simply, clearly gives the power to deal with presidential elections to the state legislature, the two houses of each state. They are the ones who choose the electors. They choose the electors in a manner as they may direct in their sole discretion, apart from the courts, apart from the governor, apart from officials, um, apart from the Washington, D.C. swamp, apart from the press and apart from big tech. What that means is, um, no no matter what the courts say, that Rudy Giuliani and his team can take their evidence to the state legislature, have hearings of a joint committee or body in each of the swing states, and convince them which votes they ought to discard. And if they are so convinced, they can appoint the appropriate electors, meaning Trump electors, if, in fact, they determine that President Trump won their respective state. Each 
and every swing state we're dealing with that has this, these controversies happen to have both houses, both houses of the legislature controlled by the GOP. That's why I say the Republicans hold all of the cards, but there's more. The Constitution says um, it specifies a date for when the Electoral College must meet. Um, based on the calculation of the Constitution, that would be, in this case, December 14th. And people would ask, well, what if the electors aren't certified? What if a president is not chosen? The Constitution took that into account, our founders, and they said if for any reason the Electoral College is unable to choose a president, the election goes to the House of Representatives. But it's a different House of Representatives. It's not Nancy Pelosi's House. It's a constitutional House of Representatives that votes by delegation, meaning each state gets one vote. And so they each vote based on the makeup of their delegation. The, so the, it turns out that the GOP controls more congressional delegations state by state than the Democrats do. And even in that case, the Republican Party has an ace in the hole. And if they were to have the political will and they see the evidence, and it is the evidence that the American people now are catching on to as days pass by, an overwhelming amount of evidence, um, they can, in fact, rectify the fraud and they can put in the rightful um, candidate who has been duly elected by the American people. I want to I want to so, stop you there because I want to I want to go back and recap and make sure because that was a lot of information want to make sure people understand. If the states, Sidney Powell has said, and I believe that she expects it to go here. I've never heard her mention the Supreme Court. I don't think that she believes it is going to the Supreme Court. She even said when she was asked, well, what if these states certify the elections? If they're dumb enough to certify the elections, the fraud that I'm going to expose will be enough to have it set aside. I believe she thinks that it's going, and and I've spoken to Sydney on the phone. I've actually known Cindy for seven years since she first wrote uh, License to Lie. I've spent time with her personally, and um, I don't know about direct evidence that she's got, but um, I've never heard her mention the Supreme Court. I think she knows it's going to the to the state legislators. So that's what happens then is is then they go to the state legislators. They present their evidence of fraud. Then the Republicans at the state that control the state legislators, they can appoint the electors. A lot of people don't understand that what the electoral college means. There's the electors. They've got until December 14th. If it doesn't happen Correct. by then, then it goes to the House of Representatives. But it's not, and we're not going to see a floor vote like C-SPAN, where everybody from the House gets to come take a vote. It's done by delegation. The Republicans have more delegations, and coincidentally, in these in these states, what is a delegation, and why does the Republicans have more? Because all we hear all day long is that the Republicans are the minority when it comes to the House. Well, they were and they are, if you count individual members, if when individual members vote. But when we say delegations, in other words, each state, all of the 
um, members of the House from each state would vote amongst themselves and then come up with a single state vote for one of the two candidates. And so in a state like Oklahoma, for example, um, they would have one single vote, just like California. And so since the Republicans control more of the makeup, meaning they have the majority within state by state, 26 to 24, I believe is the number, that they would win that contest as well if it went there, assuming, of course, that the evidence was already presented in some form and they were aware of it. I'm very optimistic, by the way. Um, I understand that D.C. is a swamp, and I understand that there's a lot of Republican rhinos that have proven they're not trustworthy. But at the state level, the state House and the state Senate, we have a stronger set of principles and, and a stronger group of principled Republicans. And I believe if the evidence is strong, and we're talking about very high stakes now. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about the Democrats um, who have planned this. And really, just the mail-in ballots and the, and the ballot harvesting alone are the destruction of any, any semblance of a free and fair election. And everybody right. knows it. And to show how corrupt the Democrat Party is, Nancy Pelosi put in the COVID stimulus legislation national universal mail-in balloting and national ballot harvesting. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi put a poison pill in that legislation that would forever destroy any semblance of a free and fair election, the greatest check on government. Right. Now, that's the same party who wants open borders, who wants to increase migration, who stands in the way of voter ID, who sends out lawyers to oppose updating voter rolls with dead people on them. The Democrat Party has stood for fraud. They might as well have their logo say, we're for fraud in voting. And so, of course, uh, they and their allies are playing a psyops game to try to intimidate Americans and to give us anxiety and especially to intimidate judges. And they hope intimidate the Republican Party. But the Republican Party, as I say, hold all the cards. And if the evidence is there, I, I think these uh, local legislatures will step up. Well, I think what we have to do is we have to force them because where we have to we have to realize is that it will take more courage than any individual Republican outside of Ted Cruz or or a few. Uh, we've got Marco Rubio out there, a senator, referring, saying Joe Biden is president-elect. We've got Chris Christie and Rick Santorum and all these Republicans out there doing all this media saying that there's no evidence of fraud there. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. So we do not have... 
a history the Republican Party has having a whole lot of, of backbone. So what we need to do is we need to, as voters, send a message to them and get on the phone to these state legislators and say, look, if you ever want to get another dime of support, if you ever want to get another vote from us, if you care at all, not just from the fact that if the Democrats get away with stealing this, then they'll, they'll, they'll steal every election going forward. We're not going to do anything to help you get reelected because we're not going to continue to support a party that's going to allow the Democrats to steal. We must send that message. I, I, I appreciate your I optimism, you but we have to. We, yeah, we have to do right that. that. And, and we James have to do what the citizens of Denmark just did. Rap, tell us For that quickly because we're, we're past. We're, we're over time. So tell us quickly. 30 okay. seconds. So what tens of thousands of people went out, surrounded Parliament. They brought pots and pans. They brought bugles. They brought noisemakers. They, and they wouldn't stop until uh, the lockdown legislation was reversed and they won. We are, you're right. So we have to have people out in front of the state legislature demonstrating. We have to have calls, letters, emails, yes. whatever it takes. But it's in the swing states. Yes. It's in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia. It's in, in Arizona, Nevada. Right. James Hurston, I, I, you just uh, thank you so much for staying over and bringing us your wisdom and your optimism. I appreciate it. And we'll have to have you back as this story goes on. Get some more of your legal expertise. Thank well, you so much. for having me. We have no choice. Got to save the nation. That's right. God bless you, James Hurston. All right. Now, stay tuned because we got more. We got to give you guys a little coronavirus update of what's happening with that as well, because there's some economic updates to give you on uh, coronavirus with these shutdowns happening. So stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Um... Oh, gosh. Um, coronavirus. Only got about six minutes left. Here's what y'all need to know. Here's it in a nutshell. While uh, Mussolini has decided in the, in the state of California that he's going to shut down everything and all your businesses and he's pondering a curfew, guess where he is while he's pondering whether or not to now put a curfew on you? He got on a plane, y'all. After having his little party of French laundry with a bunch of other, including, I think, uh, not just a bunch of uh, elected officials from Sacramento, but I think I heard that like 50 government officials from San Diego or some San Diego government group also went over to Hawaii off on a toot. Off on a toot. While you while the food lines are, are going crazy across this country, while pe- businesses are being shut down uh, uh, and, and uh, bankrupted and people have just completely been ruined, suicides, uh, you know, they they're still collecting their paycheck. Must and, be nice to be king, Andrea. Well, yeah. And that's what it is. And you Democrat voters, it's like I'm, I'm, I just want to strangle you. At what point are you going to are you going to see what the gig is here? You're going to see that the gig is, is it's about controlling your life, making you desperate, making you dependent on government while you as a peasant, while your rulers get to live large and fat. They don't have to live under the weight of their own policies, but they expect you to. When are you going to wake up? If you're not willing to rise up, at least stop voting for this crap. How about that? Don't believe us. Believe Scott Atlas. Yeah. Or believe your own eyes here. uh, You know, you know that you've been hurt economically. You know that you've been shut in. 
by this dictator? If he really believed the coronavirus was such a threat that you couldn't have anybody over at Thanksgiving, why do you think he was at French Laundry Restaurant up in Napa? sitting around yucking it up with family. Would he be in close quarters on an airplane all the way to Hawaii to go and hang out with people if he really thought? No, he knows what you should already know. It's a 99% recovery rate. The average age of death is 83 years of age with comorbidities. Wake up. No different than the flu. These are the same people that were telling you don't wear a mask in March. That was Fauci. That anybody is still listening to Fauci is a shock to me. These people are all collecting a paycheck while you starve. A report came out today. Some 300 companies that received pandemic-related government loans from the Paycheck Protection Program have filed for bankruptcy. This is just a low end. This is just an estimate because most small businesses just liquidate after they run out of cash. And they don't even actually go into the courts and file for bankruptcy because you know what? That costs money. This costs 23,400 workers their jobs. The businesses are saying it wasn't enough to keep them afloat. Well, who actually out there thought that it would? We all said that the businesses weren't going to be able to to stay alive after this. We said that after two months, they'd be gone. And they were. They said that they didn't even get another uh, another uh, injection. Not only was it never going to be enough, it certainly wasn't going to be enough when there wasn't another injection of cash coming their way. And why wasn't there? Because Nancy Pelosi wanted three trillion dollars so she could come up with crap that she could give to her cronies. As part of her crony capitalist scheme. That's why you and I say stand up now. Because if you don't stand up now, it's going to be too late. Your businesses and your families will be crushed and you'll be living under their thumb for the rest of your life. Absolutely. They don't have any intention. They know that this is destroying you. That was the whole idea behind it. And guess what? Did you hear that Sacramento, now under the public health order guidelines, they're now going to declare racism as a public health order. They got you. They got you so scared of a vi- over a virus with a 99% recovery rate that you were willing to let them tell you a- and control every aspect of your life. Seize your business. Force you behind closed doors. Take your kids out of school to where they're not getting an education. Increase the rates of suicide, child abuse, domestic abuse. For really power. Know where it's headed, people. Look at Russia. That's where it's headed. It's exactly where it's headed. And oh, by the way, these loans that are all went bankrupt, backed by the Small Business Administration. So guess what? You get to pay for it. Because you know what? Joe Biden's going to raise your taxes if he gets inaugurated. But either way, you're going to pay for it because this is debt is going to break our backs. We can't afford this. If you care at all about feeding your family, if you care at all about the future of this country, you will rise up. Vic Bajaj was on our show last night. BajajDefense.com. B-A-J-A-J, defense.com, says that he will support there, uh, any small business that stands up against this. He will help defend you in court. He will pay for it. 17, at least, cease and desist orders went around San Diego County today to shut down any businesses that dared to defy the unconstitutional orders. Andrea, people really need to look at themselves in the mirror and ask when enough is enough. Absolutely. Like we said on Veterans Day, our veterans sacrificed life and limb their mental health to save this country for the very constitutional freedoms and rights that are being stolen from us. We must stand up against it. We must rise up. Here's some good news, though. There's four sheriffs in New York that said we're not going to we're not going to enforce these unconstitutional laws. I'm calling it now hero of the week. Yeah, clearly our hero of the week. All right. We're going to be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time. It'll be hump day. Look forward to having you guys with me. God bless you all. Thanks, James Herson.